You're listening to the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt. This is a sad edition of the Luck Room Sports Media Podcast. We're doing this on a Tuesday night this week. We Both uh, me and Matt have been running into some uh, conflict of schedule this week, so we're posting on, uh, I guess we could post on Friday still, but... Yeah, we can still post on Friday. Okay. Well, if you're listening to this, well, we might as well just post it tomorrow and say screw it. <laughs> okay. Might as well That's just fun. post it on Wednesday. That way we're kept up the... Uh, whatever's going on we talk about yeah we're both kind of fighting a cold right now so uh but yeah matt how are you doing yeah that damn dirty dog does it again to me does it dirty to me again uh, i think it's where <laughs> i got my cold so yeah um should we do a quick shout out um to everybody yeah, this weekend uh, seeing the old mcpherson crew uh uh we saw Paige and schmidt well she's not married her last name burdick and ali allsager that was cool to see those two Ladies that, that we grew up together, and we also saw a little bit of Spencer and Kyle. Uh, shout out to those guys. Missed you guys, and hopefully you guys are doing well. It was, and I uh, hope Paige is doing okay because she uh, fell in the bar um, <laughs> when she slipped. Do you remember seeing that? No, I wasn't with you guys. <laughs> it was. Oh yeah, that's right. It I was. was uh, I mean, that's why I was letting you do the shout out because I didn't see hardly any of them. Oh. I I kind of yeah. got. I did my whole. Uh, Jacob goes on his own adventure on you Saturday go? night. Um, Tubby's and O'Malley's, and then I just went back to Taylor's house. <laughs> I was I was back at like midnight, so I didn't. I wasn't out very late. I was oh, feeling yeah. very good at that point. <laughs> I wonder. I wonder why. <laughs> eh, don't worry about it. <laughs> yeah. It was a long day for sure, but it was a good day. That was probably one of the funnest tailgates I've, I've had in a long time. And it was kind of hilarious how, uh, I want to say hilarious, but like just, it was nice and just laid back for the longest time. And then yeah. people just started showing up and, and uh, yeah, we, we had a nice meat tray and you made that good corn dip. I kept eating it, even though it had been sitting out all day. Yeah. And I was eating it like late at night and I go, this is, starting to turn but i'm still eating it because that's how good it is <laughs> <laughs> me and you might have wrestled too <laughs> i could say it's a possibility <laughs> we wrestled in the tell in front of everybody i just remember everybody was watching and we did the oklahoma, oklahoma drill right yeah i i don't know what triggered that but uh i think we I just was, wanted to do it i was the one that wanted to do it no, I think we both just like let's just do it real quick. And <laughs> the we old were, guys, because we were waiting in line for the bathroom, right? Yeah, and we're like, we just want to do the Oklahoma drill real quick. Okay. Yeah, everybody was watching. Wonder if there's a wonder if there's a video out there somewhere because uh, I'd like to see it. <laughs> 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 but uh, yeah, it was a pretty busy weekend. But now here we are on Tuesday. If you're listening to this, it'll be. Uh, Wednesday morning when you're listening to this. Um, a lot of sports going on. We got um, 
uh tuesday night we got two mlb games going on right now the games three and of the nlcs and game four of the alcs um what else is there going on tonight a lot of hockey started nba started and um yeah i'll do a quick rundown of the podcast we're gonna try to keep this one short and sweet but uh we're going to recap our keys from the K-State Iowa State game this weekend. Obviously, uh, Iowa State ended up winning that game 33 to 20. Not a very good showing by the Cats. And then we're going to move on to a little other sports. Uh, I don't think we're going to do a blanket and quilt news today. Uh, not really any stories to no. report from uh, from last Thursday. And then finish it out with the top five best things. The category is holidays. Ooh. Um, so, yeah. Let's go ahead and jump into it. Matt, we're going to flip this around. You're going to do the question asking today. All right. Well, let's do the quick trivia. I'll ask you five questions. I will be honest. These are going to be pretty tough. It's related to K-State football. But uh, hopefully you can uh, use your engineering mind and your (laughs) 4.0 mind to get these. So here we go. (laughs) (laughs) Now, this is a rare event that, hap- that happens in K-State football. We actually lose a game to this particular team. This, this is a strong hint, but here's the question. Oh, I think I know what the answer. Big, what Big 12 team beat Kansas State football's team, football team 20 to, um, 39 to 20 in the final 2006 regular season game? A, Idaho, B, Cincinnati, C, KU, D, Florida Atlantic. Um, since it was the final game of the year, probably Big 12 games, probably KU. Yeah, that was Prince's first year, actually. And that was right after we beat Texas at home that year. Mm-hmm. So, uh, what a go, great letdown. What did we go, six and six a year or seven and five? Seven and five. Seven and five. And then we played in the Texas Bowl? Texas. Yeah. 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 Got killed. Since they, I thought, I thought you, when you originally were wording that question, I thought we were going to talk about the last time that KU beat us, which was like, Oh wait, it was oh eight. Yeah. All right. All right. Going back, this is actually a question about the 2006 Texas Bowl, Ron Prince's only um, postseason game. Um, which senior wide receiver was the only player to score a touchdown for Kansas State at the 2006 Texas Bowl? Um, a. A. Oh, Damon yeah. Figures. B. Taylor Jones. C. Carson Coffin. And D. Chris <laughs> Bamberg. I'm gonna go with A. Because he's go, a wide man. receiver. <laughs> yeah. We said senior was, wide receiver. I was gonna think I was thinking of Jordy Nelson, but he wasn't a senior yet. Till 07. Yeah. He yeah. was he was uh he was fast, Simon Figures. I remember I remember him. Mm-hmm. He was fun to play with on uh NCAA football. Yes, he, he was. Throw, you just throw it deep to him, you catch it every time. Yes, yes, he was. Okay. This is I hope oh Jacob, I hope you get this one. I really do. This is Ron Prince's second season. The 2007 Kansas State season record of 404 passing yards was in a single game was set by which sophomore quarterback? Josh Freeman. <laughs> you already knew it. There you go. <laughs> this is three easy. for three, man. I know everything. I know everything past 2005. Because <laughs> all those ones I was asking you was 03. Yeah. Anyway, continue. <laughs> <laughs> 
Okay, this is this is another easy one. I hope you get this one. This was Bill Snyder's last year of his first stint. Oh five. Can't yeah, Kansas State scoring <laughs> leader for two thousand five with fifty four points was which sophomore wide receiver? Tanner Linton, Jordy Nelson, Jeff Mortimer, or Nate Prater? Jordy Nelson. You got it, man. Woo. Wow, you're four for four. Yeah, the least mm-hmm, of E. Mm-hmm. Oh Lord. Well, this is another Snyder's last. <laughs> you sound so depressed. <laughs> I am depressed. In 2005, which of these players was a quarterback for the Kansas State Wildcats as a junior? Alan Webb, Matt Butler, Clayton Cox, Terrell Davis. Wait, say it again. In 2005, which 2005. of these players? was a quarterback for the Kansas State Wildcats as a junior. Alan Webb, Matt Butler, Sorrell Davis, or Clayton Cox? Um, read them off again. <laughs> Have you ever heard of any of these four? Uh-oh, I thought it was Dylan Meyer. No, Dylan Meyer got hurt. It's, I'm going to just give you the answer. You're already four for four. This is the last question. Uh, let me guess. Matt Butler? No, it's Alan Webb. Oh. Bummer. No, hey, four for five, man. That's pretty, that's pretty good. Hey, that's a B. That's how I passed college. <laughs> there you go, man. <laughs>
on Iowa State side, they were nine for fifteen. You know, that's a little, little better. I don't know. Yeah, it but just frustrated me. Again, you know, defense was a problem. Obviously, you know, that's what yeah. four four weeks in a row we've given up thirty plus points. And Brees Hall ran for 197 yards, so. Yeah, and they had a total of 210 rushing yards. They only had 208 passing yards. We don't, we narrowly missed out on beating them in that category. We had 206. Um, but, yeah, Brees Hall ran all over us. 35 rushing attempts, six yards per rush. Yeah. Um, that's, a, that's insane. All right. Do you have uh, more points? I have or? another one. Okay. Yeah. I think – let's be honest with ourselves here. I watched Matt, um, Tim Fitzgerald's uh, Go Power Cat or Walk and Talk um, on YouTube, and he made a great point. Iowa State's better. Their program's better. They've out-recruiting, they're out-recruiting us. Um, Brees mm-hmm. Hall, I think he's a Wichita – he's a Wichita graduate. I can't remember what school, but – and Iowa State's recruiting heavily in the Kansas City area. How – how is Iowa State? I mean, I don't know. To me, Iowa State looked bigger, faster, stronger than us. Our oh, defensive yeah. backs, their receivers towered our defensive backs. Our def- a 5'10", um, 5'9", defensive backs not going to cut any- cut it anymore. No. We, how are we losing? In- like, Brees Hall, why didn't he go to K-State? Why didn't he- I mean, seriously, why- how are we losing these recruits to out-of-state schools? Yeah, you're right. He was a Wichita, Kansas guy. Um, 6'1", 220-pound junior. So that's yeah, it's kind of wild that we should. I mean, you know, probably more of this than I do, but like, where where are we primarily getting our players from anyway? Yeah, I mean, you can't even say that this is. I mean, this is these are the beginning of Kleiman's recruits. So mm-hmm. you can't just say, oh, this is just you know lingering of Bill Snyder or whatever. I mean, no, this is it's starting to be. We're starting to get into his a little bit, not fully, but still. You we got to have three or four leak null size receivers. We got to get those bigger players. A five not a five ten defensive back is not that's that's easy. Just pitch and catch to your Mm -hmm. sixty receiver. That's that. I mean, what is going on? Right, and Iowa State was twenty two for twenty five passing. I mean, that's. That's, that's the same. That's the same thing from the week before against uh, the game before against Oklahoma. Something we struggled against Oklahoma State. I mean, you know, our secondary is being absolutely torched. We got to get those long, lengthy guys. And quite frankly, we're running the three-three-five right now. Why are we? We don't have the bodies right now to run a three-man front. Yeah, I, mean, I don't understand last time, that. It makes no last sense. Last time. Last time we did that was with Prince, and their defense was ranked 114th or 15th mm-hmm. of the eight. I mean, that does. I mean, you gotta fill your gaps, man. You gotta play with your personnel, what you got. I mean, did we did we play with three down linemen last year? No. See, that's what I I didn't think so. I mean, why why are we changing this now? I don't know. Or two years ago, when Kleiman's first year, I mean, our defense was solid that first year. So why mm-hmm. why are we changing things? You know, why we gotta? I don't get it. Um, go ahead. But th- this is th- this is just the difference. Iowa State's getting the better recruits. I mean, their running back, Brees Hall, he's a six-one running back. Right. That's no, that's insane. That's a big freaking boy. I mean, that's. I mean, is that on Derrick Henry's level almost? Uh, yeah. K State. I mean, I K State and Iowa State are similar schools. Both 
uh, both have probably lower budgets. K State is college town, better environments, more why centralized getting, location yeah, too. Why why aren't we getting these recruits? What's I mean, what's going on? This has got to be the first time in a long time in the past two years. I mean, we are just getting outdone by Iowa State, and it, I don't think I don't think we've had this problem probably since the Prince era. So yeah. Um, you got any more points to cover? I don't. I think um, this game really showed the recruiting difference. Hey, you want to – I just noticed this. My prediction last week was 31 to 20. Um, I, I was almost correct, but I chose the wrong team. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Man, we're Dang. getting pretty spot on with these scores. I know. Okay, my keys from last week. Defense needs to cause turnovers. Again, zero turnovers. <laughs> zero turnovers, yeah. I mean, they should just listen to our podcast. <laughs> yeah, we just mean, got, clearly. Clearly, we're right about these things. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're only. We, I mean, we, even just one turnover. We've turned over Oklahoma zero times. Oklahoma State zero times. Um, what was the game before that? Um, uh, Oklahoma State zero. I mean, Oklahoma, I can't remember. Oklahoma Iowa State, yeah, three games in a row where we forced zero turnovers. Um, my other key, Bre- contained Brees Hall under his yearly average. Obviously, that didn't happen. He added an extra yard to his average almost. And uh, Purdy threw the ball around. I said make Purdy throw the ball. He definitely threw the ball around and completed, oh, you know, what is that, 90% of his passes? He missed only three. 25. That's insane. I just – I don't understand it. Again, going back to our secondary or defensive backs, you know, you you hit on them being smaller, and it's just it's just something that we haven't seen in a long time. I mean, K State football in the past was known for really great defenses. I mean, just think of that 2013 team we had. Twenty, yeah, 2012. They or 2012, yeah. That def- won the Big that secondary, yeah, that almost went to the natty. Don't even get me started on that. I mean, the, but. Uh, the- the, the 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 focus was on Colin Klein, obviously. I mean, he was second in the Heisman mm-hmm. voting, should have won it. Speaking mm-hmm. unbiasedly, if you look mm-hmm. at the numbers, he should have won it. But, but our defense kept us in the game for a lot of those games. I mean, the one game they didn't show up was against Baylor. Yeah, yeah. Um, and even the year before that, when we beat Baylor the year before that, when they had RG3. defense turnovers. Defense showed up, created turnovers, especially late in the game. Change the whole mm-hmm. momentum of the game. It's like those these last three games, the momentum has just never been in our favor from the start. No. Except for part of the Oklahoma game, but that got squandered so quickly when we fumbled it on the 20-yard mm-hmm. line. Yeah. Um, um, and even Chris Kleiman, he, I listened to his press conference on Sunday when I got back from Manhattan. He even said he knows the issue i like climbing i think he's mm-hmm. i think he's a great fit it's just going to take some time um he even said our defensive backs are five nine five ten and, and they're playing six three or six two receivers so mm-hmm. but then again you got there's no excuses you got to get those taller players in and i think and i i again like like you said i like climbing a lot um hopefully by next year and i'm not throwing this season out the window quite yet even though things yeah. are not looking great but hopefully by next year, you know, we get some of his players coming through this system. And obviously he can recruit. I mean, but I just don't – I don't understand what the, the lag is happening right now, you know. 
Like, I feel like, I feel like this year we should be showing signs of a really good football team, you know? Um, yeah. Because, you know, Clemens had his successes in North Dakota at yeah. North Dakota state. And obviously he's a good coach. Um, but something, something definitely is seriously wrong. Um, as of right now for this season, things are not looking great. Uh, my final point was offensively, we just got to keep doing what we're doing. Uh, offensively, we didn't really stand out very well. And part of that is because no. we didn't, you know, uh, I don't know. We just didn't have that big play. Like you mentioned last week, we didn't, we didn't have many penalties, only four penalties for 15 yards, one turnover. Uh, but not as, not as good of showing as they could have been, but you know, again, the defense, the defense, 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 what I've been saying, you know, last week, <laughs> yeah. Wrote in all caps. If our defense would make one turnover, two turnovers, give our offense that an extra, would just switch momentum, an extra possession or two. I mean, that's it's just oh my god, it's so frustrating. Talent fixes talent fixes a lot of things. And I will make a statement that me and my father talked about. He says, "Well, we probably won't remember back when K State was winning eleven games a year mm-hmm. in the '90s, early 2000s. Their all their players were big, right? That's I mean." It's he said it's just such a difference. He said Iowa State just looked so much bigger even on TV. And and that was a huge problem last year as well, especially as we got deeper into our Big Twelve schedule and we started mm-hmm. we started losing COVID and COVID. A lot of a lot of uh, a lot of things went wrong last year, but we're not talking about last year. We're talking about this year. But Kansas State. Um, moving on to play Texas Tech next week. K State is favored by one point. Uh, I see you have marked down. This is a much needed win. Uh, if, we're, if we don't win, we're screwed. <laughs> yeah, I put that. Um, I, I look at ESPN. It, this game, they have it going either way. Voters have Texas Tech winning 58% to 41%, but some people have K-State favored by one. Some people have Texas Tech favored by one. K-State, bottom line, they got to win this game. If I, they don't win it, I don't yeah. know. I hate playing Texas Tech. It's it's always such a weird kind of game because it's always super high scoring and mm-hmm. you never you never know what you're gonna get out of Texas Tech either. It's either they're gonna be really good or really shitty. Or sloppy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's, typ- and it's it typically is a kickoff. yeah, it's eleven AM kickoff and you know, that's that's not good for for us, I don't think. Because Texas Tech just came off. They have a lot of momentum right now. Granted, they did just play KU last week, but they put KU in their place, beating the crap out of them. Um, so we're we're kind of in a bad spot right now. I think Texas Tech should be favored by one more than us. Um, yeah. But uh, Texas Tech, K-State next week. And you want to give a prediction for that? I will give a prediction. Um, I'm only going to give one. I think let's get some players. Let's have a great week of practice. Let's go down to Texas Tech, take care of business. Oh, gosh. I have K-State winning 34-31. I, I, hope, I hope that's correct. Gosh, I'm torn. <laughs> Me too. I know. I'm, I, I'm honestly torn. I don't even know if I want to choose K-State to win this game, but I have to. <laughs> um. Yeah, if we're going to win this game, it's going to be a high-scoring game. I'm going to go 38-35. Very nice. That's, I mean, that's the only way we win this game. Our defense is – I mean, like I said, defense, defense, defense. Come on. Yeah. Not my hands. Okay. 
so that's K-State football uh, recap of Iowa State and their game next Saturday uh, at 11 a.m. in Lubbock. So K-State goes on the road, and then the following week they return home uh, against TCU for homecoming. Um, and that's a 2-30 game, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. So uh, K-State falls to 3-3 three and three on the year 0-3 in the Big 12. We're on a three-game losing streak, but we – you know, have some promise this weekend. Hopefully we can pull off, I want to say an upset, but a upset road win, big road win. I think that would boost some moral, uh, more boost some morals <laughs> for uh, the fans, especially because fans are struggling right now, especially because we're selling out like every game, you know, not seeing a lot of promise from the team, but still a lot of, still a lot of football left to play. Let's hope we can get to, uh, I don't know, seven wins. I think that's realistic. I I see him going six and six or seven and five. To be honest, yep. I would have to agree with you. Um, but yeah, I think that's Liberty Bowl down. Yeah, I know we really are. <laughs> oh man, if they if they go to the Liberty Bowl, I'll probably still go. It depends what I'm doing at that time. But yeah, <laughs> I might have to go too, just so I can go to a bowl game and right. get out of the state of Kansas. So watch us watch us play Navy again. Or like, actually, probably wouldn't even be Navy. Aren't they good this year? Yeah, we'll probably play like UTSA. Tulane or somebody like that. Yeah. <laughs> UTEP, actually, uh, UTEP. I know this is random, but uh, former Snyder's offensive coordinator of his second oh. Dana Dimmel. He's Dana. really turned that pro. Yeah, he's really turned that program around. They're eligible this year, and shout out to the Dana Dimmel. Yeah. Well, uh, the Roadrunners are seven and zero. University of Texas San Antonio. We played wow. them a couple years back, and then. Yeah, beat them. So UTSA, UTEP, there's one other University of Texas school that's not Texas that's doing well. Which one was it? I saw some – well, anyway. And then Texas, of course, is four and three, so they're the ones not having the most fun right now. (laughs) Yeah. And then – so, yeah. um, Around the Big 12 next weekend, Oklahoma at Kansas – Number That'd three, Oklahoma. They're moving up again. Uh, they beat. Oh, I just had it up. Where to go now? Uh, Oklahoma. They beat TCU. They did win that game. Uh, to Oklahoma State beat Texas, thirty-two to twenty-four. Uh, TCU lost at Norman to Oklahoma, fifty-two to thirty-one. Baylor beat a big game against BYU, 38 to 24. BYU was ranked 19th at the time. Oh, I made a mistake on our last podcast. Griffin pointed it out. Uh, BYU is joining the Big 12. So, yeah, that's what I thought I'd. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Said, but, yeah. I guess I had a mixed up with uh, Boise State. I thought Boise State yeah. was the one that was joining, was the fourth team, but uh, BYU yeah. definitely is joining in 2025. I think that's the right year. Mm-hmm. And then uh, Texas Tech. Uh, ran over KU 41 to 14. And then this coming weekend, Oklahoma at Kansas, Kansas State at Texas Tech. Those are 11 o'clock time slots. Oklahoma State, number eight. Now they are still undefeated at Iowa State. That's a big game. And you know what? I could see that going either way. <laughs> yeah. It's, well, because it's, it's in Ames. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And Iowa State lost to two ranked teams. And then Oklahoma State, I mean, I could see Iowa State beating them. Mm-hmm. Oklahoma State's hot though. I mean, they they won a they huge. Are. They, I mean, they just won in Austin last week though. So that's yeah, they did. That's what makes me think Oklahoma State's gonna win that game. But I I agree, Iowa State will give them a run for their money. 
Um, and then the final Big 12 game next week, West Virginia at TCU. Uh, looks like Baylor and Texas are off this weekend. So yeah. uh, that wraps up uh, football for the week. We're going to talk a little other sports. I don't really have a lot to talk about. There's uh, games going on right now, ALCS, NLCS. Action happening. Uh, last time I checked, the Red Sox were up 2-1. to one. So Red Sox won again last night they want to they want to decisively 12 to 3 they were up nine to they were up nine to nothing after like three innings so that was huge really so red, wow. red red Sox are up in the series two to one they're in the middle of the fifth inning right now uh in fenway they're up two to one and yeah that game has been very entertaining to watch the red Sox bats have been insane they've been hitting a ton of home runs and then over in the NL side, the Dodgers <coughs> only won a game at home against the Braves. That brings the series two to one. Atlanta still, uh, still leading that series. It was a tight one tonight. The Dodgers put up a four spot in the bottom of the eighth to take the lead. And now the Dodgers come in one game closer. They played two more games at home. And and then next week, probably. By the time we record the next podcast, uh, we'll know who's in the World Series. So, yeah, that'd be any, interesting. Got any final predictions on the World Series matchup from based off of based off of uh, what we've been talking about? Give me yours first, man. I got it. I got it. You're the. Give me it. I like the Red Sox. The Red Sox are playing really good, so I have them winning the AL. Plus, I mm-hmm. plus I can't stand Houston. For their, you know, I'm sure you heard of their cheating scandal a couple years back. Yeah, I've heard of that. Um, but unbiasedly, I really do think the Red Sox are better. Um, they just got, they have a better lineup. They have way more power hitters. They've been hitting a ton of home runs this this playoffs. Um, mm-hmm. Plus, the, plus they're playing at home tonight. So I think I think they win tonight, um, and then they win tomorrow. Win the series four to one. Uh, what was my original prediction? Let me see. I thought you had. I thought you had used. No, maybe I'm wrong. I had Boston winning the series four to two last week. Oh. Brick, I think, had the same thing. And then my prediction for the other, I said if the Dodgers won again, you know, because the Giants and Dodgers are still playing the NLDS that night. Because the aren't the Braves leading that? The Braves are leading the division or the the series two to one after tonight. Yeah. And I predicted the Dodgers would win that series four to one. So after, you know, after the game tonight, I still think I, that, that series very well could go seven, but I think the Braves might pull it out because they're going to have at least one more game at home. So they'll play, mm-hmm. they'll play two more games in Los Angeles and then have at least one more game in Atlanta. So, so it may look like a Red Sox Braves world series here. Yeah. Too. That'd be fun. So I think I think the Braves might actually pull that series out at this point, but Dodgers are still a very good team. So we'll see what happens there. What do you got? What do you think? You think Red Sox too? I hope not because I hate like the New York team, like Boston, like you, or Boston, you the, Massachusetts. Yeah. You mean the new? Don't say New York. Well, not Nickel. New York. Well, I hate the Yankees. It's like well, right. just that area. Um, the Northeast. Yep. I hope. Yeah, I hope uh, any team that plays the Red Sox wins, especially the Braves. <laughs> I, I like the Braves. 
they're a very likable team this playoffs for sure. Um, but yeah, yeah, that that wraps up other sports. We didn't go too far into depth that in that category. And let's uh, go ahead and finish this out with our top five holidays. What do you say, Matt? Kick us off with that. Hey, all you sports and health nerds out there. It's Jacob here. If you are having trouble finding an exercise routine, trying to find a good diet plan, or just looking to change things up, might I suggest checking out 8minutefitness.com. There are multiple articles to click on to meet your health and exercise needs. Learn about basic exercises for beginners. Read about the best green superfood and also the best sports drinks to order at a gas station, even exercises for fishermen trying to perfect their casts, and much more. From experts to beginners, 8-Minute Fitness is for you. Um, number five, I'm going to go from five to one. We'll have to be fake Patty's day. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fake holiday. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's going to be number five. Um, number four, Halloween. I, li- I like Halloween. I uh, like to dress up and party. Good time. Yep. Number three, I really like the 4th of July. You can't, you can't beat the summer holiday, especially with the family or the friends, doing fireworks, doing stupid crap sparkler bombs stuff which is illegal but um (laughs) you should do it all the time um number two i gotta go with christmas love the holly jolly crap good time number one number one is it thanksgiving yeah Yeah. (laughs) always thanksgiving um football it's november family food hunting hunting there's just no better time of year so uh yeah yeah. That's, a, that's a good list. Um, yeah. yeah, my list is basically the same. I'm going to go number five, Memorial Day. That's Ooh. always a fun one. It's, kickoff, it's a kickoff weekend of summer. Uh, we get we get work off that Mondays, go out on the lake. Number four is Thanksgiving for me. I do love myself a nice turkey dinner. Uh, number three, uh, New Year's Eve. That's a good one. Uh, yeah, I forgot about the, New Year's Eve. this past year. This past year was miserable. I hated. I hated this New Year's Eve last year. We didn't do anything. Of course, the of course of the uh, situation surrounding the world at the time. So, <laughs> and yeah. uh, number two is Christmas. Uh, Christmas is celebrated very hard in my family. <laughs> my, my, uh, let me rephrase that. <laughs> My family goes hard for Christmas. Yeah, really it goes like, celebrate very hard. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know what? Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> and then my number one is probably my, it's, is, uh, is, uh, 4th of July, Independence Day. I love America. I love shooting off fireworks. Uh, that is probably the holiday I spend the most money on because I spend money on fireworks, beer, and, uh, smoking meats. Yeah, we so, should make our own holiday. Like every summer, we should get down to the Ozarks because that was awesome. That was probably the best time of my life. We'll call it uh, Colby and Kyle's birthday. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, that's God, why that we went this fun. year. But yeah, uptown <clears throat> backwater jock, backwater jacks, funnest oh, bar ever. Or we'll just have to go for like Memorial Day or Labor Day. Um, Either way, or we just do exactly what we did last summer and just find a random week and then everybody can go. I don't think there was a time. I don't. I'm not gonna get too big, big in the detail on this. I, I just, I just remember every moment of that trip. I always had some sort of beer in my hand. 
you just go through all the old pictures you see up oh, matt's got a beer oh there's yeah. another one yeah <laughs> but uh yeah what do you think matt should we wrap it up yeah um we did this show a little shorter because obviously that was three and three and me and jacob are not in the best moods right now so uh <laughs> hopefully we uh hopefully next weekend uh, or next week uh we'll be four and three um, yeah so hopefully yeah. we did we, hopefully we didn't depress the listeners <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, but yeah this was definitely on short notice me and matt have uh things going on tomorrow on thursday so typically we would have uh typically we would have recorded on thursday and gotten the podcast out friday morning but this is a special episode so um to those who are listening who are still listening i know a lot of people jump off about 30 minutes into it but to those who are listening at this point we really do appreciate the support from all of our friends and family it's been a been a quality couple of podcasts the last one probably being my favorite so far because we had old, old brick on here and had a lot to talk about i mean we've been shooting up to about an hour hour and 15 minutes on some of these podcasts so um de- definitely enjoying doing this and uh matt you got anything to say no um just hopefully uh we go four and three this week and that's all yep. i'm pretty focused about Awesome. All right. Well, this has been another edition of the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. My name is Jacob. His name is Matt. And have a great Wednesday. This has been the Lecker Room Sports Media Podcast. Thank you for listening.